Hello everyone, my name is Natalie Ledwell and this is on the show, my special guest and friend of mine, uh, will be talking about happiness. She actually does some amazing work with some young people, but also with adults as well, um, on, on increasing happiness levels and joy in your life. So please join me in welcoming my special guest, uh, Valerie Shepherd. How are you, Valerie? I'm great, Natalie. Thank you for having me. How are you? I am fantastic today and all the better for talking to you. Oh, thank you so much. This is Mutual Admiration Society because I love what you're doing and I think you such a wonderful gift to the planet. Thank you. Thank you, darling. So why don't we start first of all uh, with your, your journey, your background and how you got into doing this amazing work. Sure. So my background is uh, not that different from too many people that I know. We uh, have this career life going and it it's really wonderful. I'm, a, I'm a, the daughter of a career marine, so I've lived in many places. I had a corporate background doing marketing. I've got a master's degree in marketing and I've done it for a number of different um, firms and in a number of different environments for many years, like over 30 years. But I hit this place in around 2004 where things weren't working so well. So I thought I'd hit this like pinnacle of my career. I'd become a vice president. I was running a very big book of business and all of a sudden the things that had made me successful weren't working so well. And I was feeling debilitated and um, blaming and judgmental and just really sad. Everything that, nothing that was adding up to happiness. And I actually had one of those experiences, one of those moments that made me start questioning everything I'd been doing. And it was when I um, was in a conference room in a meeting and thought I was having a heart attack. And uh, my team rushed me to the hospital and I had not had a heart attack but there had been something that could be seen on the medical equipment like it had been there had been enough of something going on that the doctor said well something happened but it wasn't a really really a heart attack and I was later uh, diagnosed with a condition called benign superarrhythmia which was explained to me as there's nothing really wrong with your heart but there's something terribly wrong with your heart which is kind of an interesting um, diagnosis, which it, it, it turned out to be energetic and emotional, and but not physiological. But my heart was speaking to me, it was showing me that there was something out of alignment, something out of whack. And that was the, the beginning of this journey that I'm on now, which is about completely different things. <laughs> That's so awesome. So I know uh, we were talking before about this incredible work that you're doing with young people, which of course we connect on. Um, but uh, tell me about how you started, um, you know, it, working with uh, happiness and joy with young people. You know, I um, have done work with young people for a long, long time, for for many years as a young person myself. I was a, um, a recreation leader when I was 16 years old, so I sang silly songs and helped young people um, kind of get into their joy centers back then. And, I've been a mentor. I um, Today I read in elementary schools as a book pal, so I go and read aloud, which is a literacy program. But So this work with young people, um, I kind of do it for two reasons. One is because it keeps me feeling young and alive and vibrant, and I love that. And two, because I feel like um, it, I just don't want them to have to get to age 40-something having a weird experience or as some people refer to it, a dark night of the soul, in order to know who they are in the world and how to create a life that they really love to live. It's just, um, I wish 
that I knew the stuff that you and I knew know now when I was 17, 18, 19, 20. My, ch my choices would have been very different. I don't have regrets necessarily, but I would have lived differently. And uh, there's a lot of stress and debilitation in this late adolescence, uh, young adult age group, so 17 to 25. There's depression. There's suicide. There's bullying. There's cyberbullying. There's just fear. I teach at the University of California, Irvine, so I'm with this young population a lot. And the fear is almost palpable in my classroom. I don't teach. Um, I teach marketing. Uh, and also life skills. That's my big vision. But it's amazing how much stress they're under and how little they know about how to mitigate that and how to create uh, more happiness, more success, more fulfillment right now. They, they really do put it off. It's like this someplace, someplace out there in the future I'll figure it out. But right now it's about something else. And I just don't think they should have to live that way. No. It's... it's kind of it's it's sad in a way that um, that they have this all this pressure and at such a young age as well so tell me some of the techniques uh, that you teach them to be able to tap into that joy and to to release some of this stress that they're under all the time well the foundation of my work is um, a couple of things number one your relationship with yourself is the number one thing so I basically in a nutshell say that I teach self-awareness self-acceptance and self-love and um, the, the universal spiritual wisdom that I adhere to is that you know basically everything out there is a reflection of everything going on in here and so the stress the, the, the negative experiences in our life and our lives are really calling us into an awareness a beautiful awareness of what might be rolling around on the inside what I lovingly call the emotional junk in the trunk and it's amazing to think that a 17-year-old might have um, accumulated junk in the trunk. Most people think you have to live a lifetime in order to accumulate negative conditioning that might be showing up on the outside, but that's just not true. I mean, it starts pretty early in our lives that we create ideas about ourselves, what we're capable of, who we are, how we interact, how the world works, that can actually be holding us back. And so I um, help young people understand what is the world through universal spiritual laws, how they interact with the world, how they be themselves, what it means to be themselves, how to let go of personality and identity and really claim their spiritual, human, integrated, whole selves, and that happiness is actually generated from within. It's not from the momentary cool things that happen in our lives. Those are great, but they're really just external stimulation. They're not really true happiness. I kind of set up uh, three conditions. One is, what's your focus? Are you focused inward or are you focused on the outer world and, and pleasing it? Um, kind of your uh, perception, so how are you judging what's going on around you? Are you staying in neutral so that you can have more options or are you really reacting to things? And then your receivingness. Um, how much are you open and flexible and flowing in your life in order to see the gifts that are coming and step into them. Yeah, it's amazing. So, I mean, I, like you said, uh, if I had known this because you at, at that age because that I think this is the age too is where you're really you, you're going from, you know, from teenage to adulthood. It's a very um it's a very um, sensitive time. And even like your whole 20s, like I think my 20s 
uh, and I think 20s for most people is where we're trying to figure out who we are in the world and how we show up. Um, but to be able to tap into who we really are, which is not this body or this the car we drive or the grades that we get or anything like that. It's who we are on the inside, that, that spiritual part of us. And being able to master the dance between this spiritual being having this human experience and still living and having this amazing human experience is just incredible work. So tell me a little bit about the spiritual laws that you alluded to earlier. Well, I um, talk about things like I, I usually help them understand um, the dynamics of the spiritual realm just using plain and simple stuff like, okay, let's compare physical laws with spiritual laws. So physical laws, law of gravity, law of electricity, things that you know, you flip a switch, you don't really need to understand all the elements of the law of electricity, you take it for granted. When you throw something up in the air, you know it's going to land on the ground. Why? Because you know that the world is bound by the law of gravity and you don't even need to understand all the how it works intellectually, you just adhere to it. You walk knowing, okay, this is gravity that's holding me to the ground. So then I um, help them understand the other spiritual laws, law of attraction, like attracts like, law of reflection, is, as it is on the inside, so it is on the outside, as it is above, so it is below. So I go through those, law of reciprocity, otherwise known as law of karma, law of um, self-determination or free will. So we go through what it means to know that these laws are in operation 24-7, 365, whether you like it or not, know it or not, or understand it or not, you are bound by these laws in this earth plane, and they are, they're happening. So how do you work in harmony with them instead of against them? For example, um, some people misunderstand the concepts that were of the law of attraction as it was portrayed in the secret. And because they're like, I'm, but I'm thinking it, I'm putting out good thoughts, and I'm like, yeah, but what's going on in here? So if your conscious mind is saying, I'd like to have a million dollars, and your subconscious mind is saying, I'm not worthy, I'm not lovable, I don't really know who I am, you're not embracing your higher self, those two things are not in alignment, and your subconscious self could be speaking at a much louder um, level, which is attracting to you what you're receiving, as opposed to your conscious mind that sort of doesn't really believe it at the heart level, but still wants that thing. So I help them bring those two things into alignment. And that's where the self-awareness comes from. What's really going on in here when you're saying you want something or you believe you can get it? Is there something that's kind of at loggerheads with that on the inside that's holding you back? Yeah. I mean, and for some of us, I mean, that subconscious programming and that voice inside our head that we've that actually has been there for 30, 40 years, um, that really is running the show, um, mm. we're completely unaware of it. So how aware are these young people? You know, I know that it probably hasn't been in their head for that long, but how aware are they of this subconscious programming? You know, the way that they um, usually approach me about stuff like this, and it's great because I kind of use my marketing classroom as a way to actually teach life. So my, my marketing students know that they're getting marketing plus plus. And so they will come to me, they'll set up office hours, and they'll come to me talking about things like, I just don't feel comfortable. Like they're not completely aware of what the programming is, but they know something's amiss. They don't... They don't feel safe in their lives. They feel a lot of pressure coming from everywhere, pressure to conform, pressure to stand out, pressure to make choices around what they want to be for the rest of their lives. Like, I, I don't know that at age 17, 19. And uh, sometimes I don't think I've learned it yet, Natalie. It's pretty funny. Um, 
And so they don't always say to me, I know that I have this negative programming. What they say is these general feelings of unease, anxiety, worry, discontent, and they don't know where it's coming from. And at the same time, they feel all this pressure to figure things out. So they're really these big balls of um, upset, anxious energy while they're trying to make some pretty, pretty monumental decisions about who they are and what they want to be. And so I, I work with them the same way I work with adults. It's interesting. I work with 10-year-olds the same way I work with my 50-year-olds, which is just going back and looking at, well, where do you think this is coming from? Let's, what, how does it feel when you feel upset? Where are you feeling it in the body? What part of the body is trying to speak to you? We look at their results. What kinds of friendships do you have? Oh, I got a lot of angry people. What are you so angry about? So we really have conversations like that. And it's, it's a, I call it an archaeology of the self. We just go on a big dig and see what we find. And sometimes people get afraid of that. Adults get afraid of that more than the young people do. Adults are afraid that if they go into um, the past and the stuff that, that brought sadness or fear or anxiety or hurt or pain, that they'll never come back. Like, I, that's in the past. I don't want to go back there. What if I, you know, I won't ever stop crying? Um, that's not really what happens. Uh, and the young people seem to be much more open to doing that sort of, uh, huh, where did that come from? And, and releasing it. And it might just be that they haven't spent as much time trying to hold it down, suppress it, or repress it as, as, a young, as an older person does. And so it may be just so much closer to the surface that they, with a little bit of help and guidance, they're more than willing to move past stuff. They shift so quickly. It's, it's just a joy to be around. Yeah, it's awesome. I know I had, uh, I've been doing a lot of inner work myself this, this year and, um, and that was my big fear. I'm like, okay, what if I go back to a time in my life that I don't really want to go back to when I open up that can of worms and, you know, and, um, and I, I get lost in it. But you're right, that's not how it works. No. And um, having that, uh, the enlightenment of going, oh, now I understand why this happened, you know, everyone, you know, we're working from our patterns and our programs, I mean, so is everyone else in our life, exactly. from their patterns and their programs, you know. Exactly. And so you circle around you and you're like, oh, okay, this is showing me, once you really get this stuff, to me, just getting how the world works from a universal spiritual language place, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, I see now, and you, you know this thing, I'm not the first person to say this, but that life is happening for us, not to us. It's like showing us where we're stuck, where we're out of alignment with our highest selves, and when we're out of alignment with our highest selves, that means we're out of alignment with our highest good, like the highest, um, reaching our fullest potential, experiencing the most joy, peace, love, freedom comes when we're really in that place where we're in alignment with that highest version of us. and. These little things that are in the way just need to be acknowledged, healed, released, and then we can move on at a much higher state. And uh, that's what I want for the world. Every single one of us, I talk about peace. Like I'm, I'm living for the day when peace is not a geographical, political discussion, but it's a deeply, deeply spiritual inner discussion about where we all are and the peace is coming up from inside of us and that's what is 
spreading peace like amazing ripple, peace and love across the planet. Yeah. He here. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so if someone is not fortunate enough to be in your marketing class and they would like to find out more about and maybe work with you, where can we send them to do that? I would love it if they would reach out on the website for the nonprofit organization. I have a 501c3 nonprofit called Hearts Awakening, and it's about awakening to our inner um, divinity and uh, the special nature of who we are and what we can create when we're, we're in alignment with that. And that uh, URL is heartsawakening.org, and it's plural hearts. There's an S there, heartsawakening.org. There's a contact us link there, and uh, that email comes directly to me, and I'm happy to get involved and connect. Beautiful. Valerie, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing your your experience and your wisdom here and, and for the work that you're doing in the world because you are truly making a difference. And the more that we can have aligned with your vision uh, for the world, I think the, the better it will be. So thank you again for, for joining me today. Thank you. It was so awesome, and I'm wishing you great success. I love what you're doing in the world, and, and I know that big things are happening as a result. So thank you. Awesome. Now, guys, I encourage you to share this video. Uh, you can do that by clicking the Facebook and the Twitter share buttons on this page. Uh, also, make sure that you click on the banner to either to the side or below this to find out more about the amazing work she's doing in the world. Um, and make sure that you leave your email in the box on this page because I would love to send you the Manifesting with a Master's video e-course. It's valued at $87 and I'd love to send it to you for free. So until next time, remember to live large, choose courageously, and love without limits. We'll see you soon.